Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's show, feedback immediacy. In today's cast, Mark and I talk about when to give feedback. How fast is too fast? How slow is too slow? Here we go. When we coach or train managers on feedback, and you, you you absolutely know this to be true, one of the most frequent questions we get is when to get feedback, right? Yeah. When to give it. How soon is too soon? Is there a point at which a manager has waited too long? Or can I give feedback yeah. right away if there are others around, right? It's supposed, yeah, to be, yeah. it's supposed to be not in public. Should I wait and give a bunch at the same time? Should I wait till my one-on-one? You know, and here's 15 pieces of negative feedback because, of course, that's what yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. talk about. <laughs> yeah, the secret win. There are two secret themes of the win. One is whatever answer you're going to give me, I'm going to tell you why it won't work. And the second answer is can I give immediate negative feedback right now? Can I call my directs, line them up, and spend 15 minutes giving a bunch of negative feedback from the conference or from my desk? Exactly. Yeah. I think we've, you know, we, we've certainly alluded to it. We've, we've stated this um, many times, but I, but we've done it in the context of a broader discussion about feedback. Right. So I think it'd be useful to spend this podcast and talk about this. People are confused. People have questions. So let's yep. let's put those to rest. Yeah. The question really is, when's right? What's the best time? Why is that the best time? And so here's when, and here's why, and here's how. We got four points. Immediate feedback is ideal. Okay. That's point number one, but closely related to it. Actually, we, it's number two, but we call it 1A, which is and immediacy is not necessary at all, okay? Uh, point three, the answer really is sooner is better, okay? Uh, if you can give feedback on something you heard about or saw or read or whatever within a couple of days, you're fine. Uh, and then point four, we have a recommendation, don't wait past your one-on-one. Now, that's a little bit of misleading, but but it's simply to address the issue of when we tell managers don't wait longer than a week, it's funny how they define week, and we want to give some, everyone an easy way to think about what a week is, which is your last one-on-one. So th- that's the four points for today. Good. Okay. Well, that first one, immediate feedback being ideal, um, it surprises me that folks don't get that, right? I mean, when you're watching athletes, for example, there, I've been recently, I've been playing, I've been watching basketball and, uh, I'm a big Lakers fan. And my guess is the way they're playing. They're going to the playoffs. That's my, that's my guess, but right. we'll, yeah. we'll see. But when we'll but, see, but yeah, but when Kobe shoots a basket, right, he takes an action, he shoots and it either goes in or it doesn't go in, right. He gets immediate feedback. Yeah. And then he goes, okay, I did this. It worked or it didn't work. If it worked, I'm going to continue to do it. And if it didn't work, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to hold the ball differently. I'm going to position my feet differently. Whatever, right? If the best athletes in the world use feedback all the time. Even though, let's be clear though. Let's be clear. When you say the best athletes in the world use feedback all the time, I think there are a lot of people listening and go, oh, I never thought of it that way. That is feedback, right? They took an action and they got a response. Yeah. Yeah. They're using it all the time. So why wouldn't the best professionals in the world, if you want to be one of the best professionals in the world or in your company or on your team, wouldn't you want feedback? Wouldn't you want to be able to take actions and see pretty quickly whether they worked or not? So then you could do something different or continue doing the same thing. 
Yeah, in fact, uh, there's a whole case to be made around high performance that you, that high performance systems are exceptionally, exceptionally rare, virtually non-existent when immediate feedback is not available. In order to achieve at a high level in any physical activity, you've got to have immediate feedback. There's an even better example, I would say, than Kobe shooting is somebody on the Lakers passing to Kobe and Kobe for one in 20 games, uh, one out of every 20 games is not hot. You know, uh, I think there are some people who are listening who would say, well, if Kobe misses, he just keeps shooting. Right. And and the great ones, the the LeBron James and the Michael Jordans and the the Kobe Kobe Bryant's are like, well, let's just keep shooting because if I, you know, even if I'm at 40% today, if I'm at 40%, I'm still going to drain a bunch if I shoot a lot. A better example might be if I'm on Kobe's team and I pass to Kobe four times and he doesn't make any of them. Okay. Kobe's not hot. I'm getting feedback as well. Right. Mm, I passed to Kobe with the idea of making shots. And so I'm going to pass to somebody else. Right. Of course, I'll show my age and say, you know, I know Kobe Bryant's on the Lakers and I'm from LA, but I don't know any other players on the Lakers right now, the way I used to with magic and so on. But, but here's the point. Other ones, when we drive, right. A, a mechanical system, right. When we drive, when we turn the wheel, the car responds. We get pretty immediate feedback. When we say something in a conversation we, w- that we're in with someone else, the person we're talking to responds pretty quickly. We get what amounts to immediate feedback. Now, yeah, let me give you, exa- let me give you an example. I, I actually just remembered this. A friend of mine is a, was an F-15 pilot, right? And okay, so you got to be a pretty good pilot to, to fly an F-15. And the immediacy on the controls is you move the, the stick to the left, you immediately right and if you're if you're just a normal pilot like me and you do that in F15 you're doing you know you're you're spinning around right right and he said the most difficult plane he ever flew was an air tanker these big lumbering things that re, that you know the refuelers and he said the problem was he's trying to hook up to the boom right to navigate to refuel another an F15 he said the problem was is that you'd turn the the yoke to the left and it wouldn't move for like 20, for, I don't know, 15 yeah. seconds. It felt like forever. Yeah, to him, it felt like forever. Yeah, and flying a plane that didn't give immediate feedback was impossible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you imagine any of the things we talked about with delay, a lot of delayed feedback, you'd go nuts. If you if there was a 30-second delay for the car to respond when we turned the wheel, driving would be impossible or it'd be a completely different activity than it is now if you had to wait 30 minutes for somebody else to respond in a conversation right or or let's take it you know what what if we had to wait 30 days to hear about how something we did didn't work out at work right when you when you really start thinking about it we take feedback for granted in virtually every aspect of our life except for getting it at work. And as we've said many, 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 many times, the problem is not the direct who wants the feedback because everybody wants it. The problem is the manager who's not getting it, who's not giving it, right? Um, the manager is responsible for the delay. Now, let's be clear. We're, we're talking about immediate feedback being ideal, right? So our guidance here is whenever possible, and we understand, therefore, there are some situations where it's not possible. But whenever possible, it's best for us as managers to give feedback immediately after we see or hear or notice a behavior. Whether we're reading an email, whether we're watching one of our directs in a meeting, whether we're getting a comment from somebody else. If you have a chance to give feedback right after one of your directs does something you want to encourage or, or you want them to change in the future, and you can do so without other people overhearing, do so. Okay. If you're in a one-on-one, and one of your directs disparages somebody, give them negative feedback on the spot. 
Now, if you don't know feedback, folks, if you're wondering if this is the first cast you've listened to, if you're just joining us, or if you've downloaded all the old shows, but you haven't gotten through them and you want to keep up with the latest ones, recognize the negative feedback I might give Mike, let's say, God forbid, Mike, Mike worked for me, right? He wouldn't like that very much, but, <laughs> sure. but he would say, but if Mike just said, well, you know, Maggie did this, I really like it. And I felt like he was being unprofessional, throwing somebody else under the bus. I would say, hey, Mike, can I give you some feedback? Sure, boss. When you tell me something Maggie didn't do right uh, in a way that makes me suggest you're you're trying to make her look bad, it just comes across as unprofessional. Could you change that for me? Sure. And he says, sure. And and it's over. It, it's five, 10 seconds. It's not negative. It's not punishment. It's not harsh. So so for those of you who know the feedback model, sorry for the for the example, but probably your definition of feedback, if you're a new listener, is different than what we mean by what we consider to be professional manager tools feedback. Okay. Look, if you're in a meeting and one of your team suggests a great idea, you can lean over and whisper some positive feedback in the meeting. Oh, yes, you're violating the manager tools effective meeting guidelines, but other people are doing it. And maybe people will notice, wow, he's willing to give feedback here. Not loud enough so everybody can hear. Uh, and maybe you wait until the end of the meeting, but, but that wouldn't be immediate, obviously. If you're walking out of a meeting, though, and your direct just solved the problem, Tell them so with some positive feedback while you walk together back to your cube or to his or her cube. You know, if you get a note from a peer manager with some kind words for one of your team, you know, get up, walk over to their cubicle, briefly interrupt them and provide some positive feedback. And really the point of immediacy is don't wait. Okay. The sooner you give your folks feedback, or for that matter, the sooner we get feedback about what we do the more quickly they can implement the feedback and the more quickly we can implement a change or a continuation if, in fact, that's necessary. Right. Well, that said, it's not always possible to give feedback to somebody immediately. Yeah. And the danger of that is, well, if I can't give it immediately, then I don't give it at all. That that bugs me. Yeah. You know, I, I think yeah, that totally bugs me. I, I think there is a there, there's a theme out there of if I can't, you know, let's make the perfect the enemy of the good, right? But you're right. Truly immediate feedback is really unlikely. Look, there's other people around in a meeting, so I can't give you feedback without other people overhearing. And and because the manager tools feedback model says, hey, can I give you some feedback? And you don't know if it's positive or negative. Giving it in front of other people for somebody, you know, they may feel obligated to say yes when, in fact, the model encourages them to say no if it's not a good time for them to hear it, right? We've learned that when managers ask about giving immediate feedback, it is Unfortunately, we've discovered, and it often comes from high D managers, right? They want to get it done, and they they seem to think that their job is so much different than everybody else's, right? That those those folks at conferences are always kind of amusing. Oh, you don't understand, Mark. My workplace is so different from everybody else's. We're in a completely different world over there. Like, eh, probably not. But when managers ask us at, privately or publicly, in a con you know conferences or when we're coaching or developing somebody, when they ask us about giving immediate feedback, it's a setup for us. They're not really asking. <laughs> about when to give feedback. It's not always true, but I bet half the time they're wanting us to say immediate is best. Now here's the kicker, right? So they can then describe why that means they won't ever actually be able to give feedback because immediate really isn't possible in their workplace because of all the situations they've just described. And so therefore, oh, sorry, I know feedback has to be immediate. So therefore, there's a long history about why feedback doesn't happen in the corporate world and manager tools is nuts. And so I'm okay in not giving feedback because I've never gotten feedback. My boss has never given me feedback. And there's a good reason why, because feedback and immediacy have to to go together. And so therefore I'm off the hook. Right. And that's absolutely not true. 
feedback does not have to be immediate. And by the way, I've noticed a couple of times that when those people do that and I don't tear their heads off, you actually come up to me afterwards and say, hey, can I give you some feedback? <laughs> <laughs> when you don't tear somebody's heads off after they say, oh, I can't give feedback, it really comes across as professional <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to the opposite, which would be unprofessional. <laughs> right? um, look, most of us know that we don't live in a perfect world and immediate is really pretty hard to achieve. But some people do make the perfect immediate feedback, the enemy of the good, which is, and the good is feedback as soon as it is reasonable or practicable. Look, we understand immediate is a pretty hard word. It means at once or, you know, in, in an instant, right? And these managers think that if one of our teams says something great in a meeting, giving them feedback after the meeting is, you know, they wait until after the meeting, 30 minutes later, is not effective because it wasn't immediate. They literally say, well, immediate is virtually impossible. Waiting to the end of a meeting isn't immediate, so I can't do that. You say we oughtn't give feedback in front of others in public, so therefore I can't do it during the meeting. And that is the only way to give immediate feedback. So therefore, ipso facto QED, I cannot give feedback immediately. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. I mean, that's a, that's a, a logical argument that probably took some time to put together. Yeah, it is. Right. right. I mean, and, and all they're doing is avoiding having a pleasant 10 second exchange with their directs where the direct says yes and yes. Right. And what's more is it's a conversation or an exchange the direct wants. Yeah. That they want from their bosses, not from anybody else. That every direct says they want. Even if it's clumsy, the direct says they want it. And the manager says, oh, no, you know, I live in a perfect world. <laughs> so, look. Immediate is great in an ideal world. If you hit a ball, if you're driving a car, uh, if you're shooting a ball, uh, immediate thought feedback is possible. It is helpful, right? It's just physics, right? But directs aren't cars, folks, and we're not living in an ideal world. So let's stop making the idea of immediate feedback a make or break, true or false proposition. It's not. When you can give immediate feedback, do so and relish the moment as our, as our friend uh, Karen Adams in the Middle East, uh, one of her directs told us about her performance. She should cherish the success. So if you get a chance to give positive feedback immediately, cherish it. It's nice, right? And it will be very powerful for your directs. Wow, that felt good. I want to do more of that. Your direct will totally love it. You know, you can actually give yourself credit for two feedback moments. If you're counting the way we recommend folks count after our conferences, you know, give, give yourself credit for two rather than just one when it's immediate. Have some beer, some wine when you get home. Tell your spouse the story of you and the immediate feedback. Write, a, write a children's book about my, me, the boss, and the immediate feedback moment, right? But just remember, immediate isn't the end-all and be-all. It's ideal, but we don't live in the ideal world. And if you can't give feedback immediately, that doesn't mean you can't give it at all. It just means it won't be immediate, and that's okay. Exactly. Well, there's a whole range of times, right? It could be immediate. And it could be 10 months from now. So we probably yeah. we, we probably ought to address that as well. And I yeah. think our key point here, it's in our third point. The real answer is sooner is better. Doesn't have to be immediate, but sooner is better. Yeah, I think immediate is a false goal. I think we we started out by saying immediate is ideal. We're being completely truthful. But managers, if you take that to mean immediate is the goal, then I, I think you're wrong. The moment you say immediate is the goal... It's, that's saying something different than immediate is ideal. The many managers who are goal-driven, nothing wrong with that, say, oh, I failed my goal. So, 
you know, I'm failing now. So failing today or failing tomorrow doesn't matter. Not, not true. The real goal for timing our feedback is as soon as we can, as soon as is practicable, right? When you learn of something positive or negative that one of your directs does, decide to share it with them as feedback when you next have 30 seconds with them. Usually that's pretty quickly, right? I mean, that's, you know, with a day or so at least. Yeah. Look, a day or two later for most directs and for most managers in most situations is a completely reasonable, appropriate, and effective timeline for giving positive or negative feedback. A day or two later for most directs and most managers in most situations is completely reasonable and appropriate. If you did it within an hour, would that be even better? You think or a lot better? it would, but not not terribly so. I mean, it's not like th- there are very few people who are saying, okay, I, I came up with a new idea in that meeting. And so now I'm going to another meeting. I have to have the, the feedback in an hour so I can do it three more times today. I don't think the value of feedback declines appreciably within the first three to five days in the vast majority, 95% of the situation. So it doesn't have a half-life of like two hours or something? No, it no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if there are people out there who don't know what a half-life is, right? Yeah. But look, if we keep in mind that sooner is better and there's no appreciable decline in value during the first three to five days, we have a lot more time and a lot more opportunities to deliver what it is our directs want, say they want, willing to tolerate even if it's clumsy in order to help our team and them and us be more effective sooner is better okay but help me though because 10 months wouldn't be appropriate or i mean now we have to define soon right we've defined the shortest soon which is immediate as long as you don't use that as a weapon against the the concept totally but now we've got to define the other end of the range right yeah I, i think so i mean at some point somebody does something Poorly or positive, but let's talk about the poorly part. They do something poorly. What are you going to do? You're going to come back a year from now on their annual evaluation, bring it up? Well, yeah. That's a bad yeah. question because a lot of people do. So yeah, that's right. They do. Let's talk about that. that doesn't, that's not terribly effective in our experience. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. In fact, I'm reading a book right now about eliminate the, the performance review. And, you know, it's based on a lot of, a lot of things that are true, but it's the wrong solution to a bad problem. It's like, hey, the only way we give feedback is annually, so let's stop doing that. Well, okay, not really. Everybody wants more feedback. We can still do it. Let's just make sure we do what we're supposed to be doing every day, every week, every month. But but anyway, I, I digress, right? <laughs> uh, look, if you're wondering how to define soon, it's about a week. In our experience, dealing with tens of thousands of managers over the years, the decay begins to be appreciable, noticeable, significant after about a week. Soon has expired. The definition of soon expires in about a week. Uh, Based on our experience, the the reasons why are pretty straightforward. Your, Your ability to remember precisely what happened has faded by then enough that you as the manager may not get it right when you deliver it. And accuracy matters, right? If I describe not your behavior, but a characterization of your behavior, there are people, if it's negative feedback, won't like that, right? Feedback is about behavior and behavior is things you can see and hear or you can read in documents and so on a work product. If you were to say, I can't remember what you said, but whatever it was in that meeting, it was really good and made us look good. Now that's not feedback, right? That's kind of praise and it's kind of really crappy praise, frankly. It's pretty sad. And look, there's another reason. By at the end of a week, you'll probably have had 10 chances at least where you've communicated, not by email, right, but verbally with your direct. And that many missed chances will seem to the direct as having something to do with hesitancy or doubts on your part. So 
that delay is perceived by directs whom we've asked as reflecting on the quality of the feedback you're delivering. Okay. Let's go further. Not just your memory, but the direct won't remember the moment as clearly as we would have liked them to after about a week. Why? For the same reason that at conferences, we say you need to schedule one-on-ones every week because most of us tend to leave, live our professional lives in three to five to seven day active windows, right? We kind of know what we're doing in the next three days. We kind of know what we'll have a sense in five days and seven days. Yeah, maybe, but 10 days, 12 days, 15 days, most people don't have a real tight uh, view of what they're going to be doing unless, unless the day is, is unusual. So even if our rec- recollection is pr- precise, our directs may not be, you know, we see an increase in comments along the lines of, is that what really happened? Or I, you know, I don't remember it that way or gosh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. The arguments about the facts go up yeah. significantly. They yeah. don't help, right? Because yeah. we want them to repeat the fact or to change the fact. And if they don't agree with the fact, what's the chances that's going to be motivational to them to continue doing that fact, which is a behavior or to stop doing that fact, the behavior. And it's yeah. not good. Right. Yeah. Now we've got to address this because one of the problems that we run into when we tell people, well, about a week, a week is about the right timing is people define <laughs> weeks differently, believe it or not. Right. It happened on Monday. So a week means the Friday of the following week. Right. Yeah. It's, which is really well, you know, almost two weeks. Right. And so, you know, we've also had managers say, well, I think it I, it happened, I think, on Tuesday, but maybe it was Wednesday. It's now Wednesday. It's a week later. Should I give feedback? So we're not going to tell you, you. You don't have to follow this rule precisely, folks. But our simple recommendation to give you a sharp dividing line is that if what you noticed or heard about happened before your last one-on-one, as a general rule, don't give feedback about it. Before your last one-on-one, quote, before your last one-on-one, unquote, is the manager tool's recommended way to think about to measure how long a, quote, week ago has been, unquote. Okay. Yeah. If you had your one-on-one yesterday, this guidance suggests that something that happened two days ago is too long ago to give feedback on. And maybe that's stretching our guidance a little bit. If you don't have any well, problem. No, it's not. Because you said earlier is the appropriate time to give feedback is the next time you have 30 seconds with the individual. Well, I think 30 minutes, your one-on-one qualifies. Yeah, you're right. Seconds, right. You yeah. have 30 minutes with somebody. Feedback takes 10 seconds. If you couldn't give feedback during the one-on-one, I'm sorry, you don't get a pass because that's that's not a problem with the direct. That's a problem with you. I'm yeah, sorry. it's well, I'm look, sorry. a little dark we know that channeled through me. <laughs> yeah, we, we all know that. We know that already, right? We know that problems with feedback are, are rarely the directs, less than 5%. The problem is managers, right? Yes. Um, every direct wants it and almost no managers are giving it. So you're right. If, in fact, you're comfortable thinking about a week and you're not going to stretch that to too long where your directs don't know it, then you're probably fine. But look, feedback in in our minds is about small things. If somebody does something on Tuesday and you have your one-on-one on on Wednesday and you forget to give feedback and it's Thursday, right? Okay, fine. You can give it from two days ago. It's no, you know, the the, the feedback police or the timeliness police or the immediacy police are not going to hammer you. But the other side of that is if you're comfortable, fine. But look, if it's a small thing, they're likely going to do it again. If it's a bad thing, if they're late, for instance, they're going to be late again. And then you'll have another opportunity. And we'll talk about this in a future cast about feedback and and timing of feedback is 
we want to avoid the habit of saying, well, he was late yesterday or two days ago. I need to talk to him about it because he's been late six times and I want to talk to him about all six, which we don't do that. We don't lump multiple feedbacks together because the previous ones that they did that we didn't talk to them about, we're essentially punishing them for, and there's nothing they can do about the past. So as a good general rule, we're not worried that we won't be able to give feedback about something we saw two days ago because we expect to see more of the same coming up again pretty soon, okay? And so if it's negative feedback and the problem goes away, did we need to give the feedback? No, we didn't. It's self-corrected. Good on you, right? If it's positive feedback and we miss the opportunity to, to give positive feedback, they're going to do it again. And then we make sure, gosh darn it, I missed the last one. I definitely got to do it this time. It's either going to be the one-on-one or I'm not going to wait any longer than my one-on-one. So th- that's it. I mean, it's not, these aren't hard and fast rules, but golly, I mean, the big problem is just getting feedback, right? It's going from zero to one and all systems going from zero to one is the big unit change. And if you can go from zero to one, Or if you're already at one and you're thinking, how long can I wait? Don't wait more than a week. You don't have to give it immediately, but sooner, sooner is better. And two, three, four, five days is not a big problem. It's simple. Excellent. Awesome, my friend. Thanks, partner. All righty. We'll see you. Thanks, everyone. And I hope you found that useful. We'll see you back again here next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long.